hey, if you never want to miss any of the Fantasy Daydreamers content, go ahead and head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com, and and win your championship. Win your fantasy leagues. Bring home some cash and, and a trophy while you're at it. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am your host, JJ. With me tonight, I got Ryan. What's up, guys? Twitter name, R-O-K-K-O, Daydreamer. And Keone is here. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all shapes and sizes and affiliations. Oh, it is the final podcast before the start of the 2022 season and to hear all about it throughout me or throughout the season me on twitter <laughs> you can go to you can follow, uh, follow me at daydreamer keone and you guys can follow me at jj daydreamers you guys can also follow all of the daydreamer stuff at ff daydreamers twitter instagram tiktok go ahead and follow along there uh, and if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and follow wherever you listen to this podcast, subscribe, follow whatever it's called on whatever platform you are using. Yeah, and, uh, if you can, throw us a five-star review. We always like those five-star reviews. Uh, so, like Keone said, it is the last podcast before the season. If you're listening to this whenever it comes out, hopefully you are. Get that little last bit of advice in before the, the season starts. Tonight is the start of the NFL. The Rams and the Bills. How excited are you guys for this game? Very. T- it's titillating. It's you can see it's you can like it's like the the electricity, you know, is 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 building and it's just the anticipation is in the air and it's a good game. It's it should be a good game because it's on paper both teams are great. So um, you know, always at the start of the season, they try to get the get a great matchup, and I, th- I think they did again. So I'm very excited. I do agree. Should be a good game. All right. So, what is on the menu for Week One? What are you guys going to be eating on Sunday? Well, uh, I'm a bowl I'm, cereal. <laughs> We're getting up early, get that bowl of cereal. We got to start early, bro. I feel it. That's true. What kind of cereal. Oh, we got Cheerios right now. Okay. Huh. Not, not Cinnamon Good. Toast Crunch? No. Cammy likes more like Lucky Charms, but he'll eat some marshmallows, so we stop buying it. Oh. <laughs> He's funny. Um, I don't know if, like, you. fun fact, you can just buy bags of the marshmallows. Like you can, you can order. Probably that. not great for a kid. That's I, probably uh, the problem. That's the reason why I didn't. <laughs> I just yeah. by like each other. <laughs> I mean, opposite advice yeah. that we want. Um, I I don't know because I'll be at a producer Ian's casa and hanging out on his uh, big couch. So it kind of depends on what uh, he's getting for lunch. But I'm in the I'm trying to lose like I'm trying to lose weight. So I'll probably, if anything, oh, respect your journey. Is. 
thank you. Um, I'll probably just do something light. I don't know. So whatever it is. Salad? Uh, probably not a salad. <laughs> um, I'm not like, even though I'm trying to like, I'm not a big salad fan for like losing weight. I just will eat less. And mm. so, yeah. Um, and I mean, it could be, it could be a cheat day, perhaps. You know, I usually, I usually save one weekend day for a cheat day. So it's like, maybe that could be it. Probably for the, probably, uh, first NFL. Yeah. It, it'll be, I mean, it, yeah. It'll be a, it'll be all day. I'm going, I'm going wings. Yep. I'm going to buy some wings. I'm going to cook them at home because I'm not leaving my house all day on Sunday. Probably just bake them in the oven because I don't want to stand over and like actually fry them. One is too hot too. That'll take too long. I got to watch them and stuff. So probably just throw them in the oven. Air fryer. Hmm. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm going to be cooking uh, up some chicken wings. That's a, that's a, it's a solid go-to. It's a solid yeah, yeah. game day. What? Like can't go wrong. Going to throw some Frank's red hot on there after they're done. That's, I mean, no salt, no pepper. That's all you need. <laughs> Ryan, come on, Ryan. You're not going to make fun of me at all. <laughs> literally set you up. It's a layup, bro. Sometimes you're like, oh, everyone knows already. I get it. Seasoning isn't your friend. <laughs> I'm not tripping about it. Uh, I, still, I still love you, buddy. Don't worry. I seasoned my chicken. I just I wanted Ryan to get involved. <laughs> uh, let's get into the news. So Russell Wilson and the Broncos agreed to terms on a five-year, $245 million contract. So he got the trade he requested out of Seattle to Denver. Now he gets that contract extension with Denver. So what, see, oh, go for it. Yeah. That's just a lot of money. Oh, well, quarterback. True, but I mean, get your bag, man. You know, you earned it. Did did any of you guys see how much is guaranteed? I don't know how much guarantee is guaranteed, but it's like around two fifty total, or is that is that the guaranteed part? I think it's two forty five total. Okay. Before incentives and stuff. Uh, okay. Producer Ian, could you look up how much is guaranteed? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> next little bit of news the Steelers officially named Mitch Trubisky as their week one starter how does this affect the Steelers uh, weapons there going up against Cincinnati tough week one opponent you guys playing Najee Harris obviously I would think Deontay still playing him yeah you still start your you start your main guys. Um, I think you even still start Fryermuth, um, depend unless he's like your you know tight end too. But those three guys, Johnson, Harris, Fryermuth, I think you you know you gotta you still gotta start them because you start your studs. And um, I don't like Pickett wasn't gonna come in hot out of the gate, so it wouldn't be it's not gonna be much different. I I don't think. But yeah, start start your studs um, and wait for Pickens to come on later in the season. I agree completely. Yeah, me too. Buccaneers wide receiver, Chris Godwin is week one status is still up in the air though. He did practice on Wednesday. Is this scaring you guys for week one for Chris Godwin? I wouldn't play Chris Godwin for the first couple of weeks. Probably when he comes back, even if he comes back, he's going to be on a pitch count. Todd Bowles already kind of said that all the wide receivers are going to be on a pitch count. So uh, I'm not in love with it. 
I would pass. I, uh, I 100% agree. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, I think even if you drafted him, um, you, I think you, at least I hope you were not expecting or relying on him to start in week one. Um, so like, because he probably, I think he fell, you know, a few spots or a few, um, draft positions, you know, because of this injury. Um, but you got him later in the draft to not start, you know, at least the first few games or so. But once he gets going during the season, I think he is a good guy to, to play. Um, and they'll they'll be OK without him for these first few weeks. You know, they still have Mike Evans um, and Leonard Fournette and and Julio's there. So and Tom Brady, you know, so I think they'll be fine. So no need to panic. You drafted him for a reason. Man, just don't drop him because he's not playing unless it becomes a like he's not going to play this entire season. But for now, it's fine. Right. He might play week one. So, like, that's, that's the wild. question is if he's out there, uh, like Keone said, hopefully you, you plan for this in your draft and you, you weren't planning on starting week one. Because, yeah, I agree with Keone and Ryan. I, I really don't want to start him for sure in week one. Uh, Dallas, not the greatest defense, but not a terrible defense. It's just, it's just risky business. Mm. Um, Tom, Tom's thrown to him. Tom Cruise, Tom Brady. I can't tell the difference. Uh, Jaguar is <laughs> <laughs> running back. James Robinson will play in week one. According to head coach, Doug Peterson, Robinson also said that he is 100%. Are you guys playing James Robinson in week one? No, stay away from me. Guys, see it happen. Mm. Yeah, because like he's going to play, but he's like, this would be a different if maybe he said like he was starting. I don't know, but like, which would be wild news. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, I see at most he gets 10 touches. And so does he, is he super efficient with 10 touches? Like that's at most. That's like the, I don't see him getting more. He's, he, I think he's going to start slow. I agree. Coming off an Achilles, ah, man, that that injury is a a tough one, especially for a running back hitting holes and stuff. He's looked pretty, he's looked pretty good, and he's come back pretty strong. But I agree, he's probably really limited. I think he he might have a few more touches than ten, but not very many. And is he he might be explosive with them, but I wouldn't count on it. So yeah, I'm probably staying away from starting. It's not trying not to start James Robinson this week. Mm. both Rams running backs Cam Akers and Dara Henderson are good to go according to uh, coach Sean McVay which is big news that's tonight's game they're going in tonight's game against Buffalo Mm. Akers right there on on the cusp you probably draft him right on the edge of is he starting or is he not I I assume you probably can bench Henderson you draft him later but Akers are you playing him or not? I mean, you draft them probably to play them. So I think you're going to have to at this one. Like for this one, like the uh, unlike guy coming off of, off yeah. of Achilles here, but you, we did get to see him. At least like, a little bit. Unlike Chris Godwin and James Robinson, you probably drafted enough where they are able to be on the bench. Cam Akers was like fourth or fifth round. So true. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you've drafted Cam Akers, you probably have to start him, but um, I didn't, so 
I don't have to worry about it. But for like the other and for for Henderson, I wouldn't start I wouldn't start him this week. But I have a feeling that he might be a good insurance insurance policy to play during this season. So just keep your eyes for Henderson in this season. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely, that's, that's good advice. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's let's give a little more advice to these people. This is this is the last bit of advice before the season starts that you guys are going to be able to, to give. What do you guys want to tell the fans before heading into the season? Um, I mean, it kind of goes off of being aggressive in the trade market. You know, I like making trades. You can go two for ones, just three for ones, uh, one for one. Any way you really slice it, I. There's ways, especially the way I draft, I'm going to have an extra volume of some of a position where I could trade and make another position better or maybe feel safer for uh, safer or someone safer for my team. So, you know, I'm always on the trade market looking around. My my advice is kind of like for week one collectively is in, in the infamous words of a Mr. Aaron Rodgers. R E L A X X <laughs> relax. Don't let don't, this is not the week to panic. So this is only week one. So set yourself up for success. You did that with the draft. If your guys don't do well, do not freak out and try to like, you know, trade them all away and hasty moves or swap them all for guys on the waiver wire um that's just be patient and similarly if you do well like you get that week one win that's great congratulations good job off to a great start but notice where your faults are and you know watch the waiver wire for guys you may you know you may need or may think about switching out um so you, you can't lose um or win a season in week one so brace yourself for the marathon and the season ahead and just do your due diligence, but do not panic. My little bit of advice is, look, draft season is super exciting. We all love it. Your draft is over now, and you've just been staring at your team for a week, a week and a half. Just, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for the NFL season. My team is going to be so good. Oh, my gosh. ESPN ranked me number one overall. I'm going to win the championship. But you have to remember that your draft is just the foundation. It's just your building blocks. You still have to play the whole entire season out. So yes, you might love your team right now, but injuries are going to happen. They're unavoidable. And there's going to be players on that waiver wire that are going to pop off. So I'm not saying drop your studs. Like Keone is saying, don't drop your studs if they do bad these guys that you drafted in the first few rounds, but there's going to be guys that are studs on the waiver wire in week one. And you're going to want to go get them right away as soon as possible, because they're going to be studs all season long or have a chance to be at least you've seen it once you can see it again. So uh, just don't get complacent with what you've drafted don't get too carried away with what your rankings say they should be at the end of the season. Remember this is draft is just your foundation. You got to play the whole season now. And uh, other advice, put your, put your Thursday night players 
into starting positions. Get them out of your flex. Mm. So right now, go ahead and pause this. If you have anyone on the Rams or the Bills, go ahead and get them out of your flex spot. Cooper Cup, get them into Good your call, starting wide receiver. Stephon Diggs, get them in, in there. So uh, that way it gives you more uh, versatility on Sunday in case something happens. Similar to that, wake up just maybe a little bit early on Sunday to check the news. Because sometimes there's news that comes maybe like 950 or 955 and you have to make that quick switch that really will affect your week. Especially if you drafted Juju Smith-Schuster, just set that alarm because you're going to be checking it every single week. Matter of fact, wake up 10 minutes earlier if you drafted Juju Smith-Schuster. You're going to need it. Yeah, exactly. So just do pay it to like watch the news before on Sunday. So, so you're not blindsided by, by anything on, on, in terms of players being out or whatever. All right, let's get to some start sit questions. So if you guys have any start sit questions, go ahead and DM us on Instagram or Twitter at FF daydreamers. Uh, yeah. Send us your guys to start sit questions. We'll answer. Maybe they might end up on the podcast. So uh, you might, you might get lucky. All right. First up. Hunter Renfro or Michael Thomas week one. Michael Thomas is at Atlanta. Hunter Renfro is at Los Angeles Chargers. What do you guys got? Week one, Hunter Renfro, Michael Thomas. I'm going to have to go with Hunter Renfro. I mean, I kept giving, I've said the same advice for all the guys up top. I want to see Michael Thomas play. So Hunter Renfro is the guy. He's going against Chargers. Probably a high-scoring game on the way. Uh, that's hard, though. Uh, yeah, I, I I am going to agree with Ryan. Uh, Michael Thomas probably has the better matchup against Atlanta. Um, but like he said, the Chargers-Raiders game is going to probably be a high-scoring game much like many of those games in that division. And I'm still a little hesitant on the hamstring from Thomas. Uh, He has not played since week 14 of 2020. And while that, that because of all the things that have been going on, that feels like ages ago. Um, So he didn't play a game last year. Um, It's a wait and see game um, to see how he plays and how good he looks. And if he's a little, you know, tender still, but, and so because of that, I think, uh, and also on top of that, for me personally, I believe Waller is going to get off to a slow start or at least a slower start this year, if at all, if he gets going. And so that will give an opportunity for Hunter Renfro to come in as your kind of flex hero um, guy for this week. I think I'm going with the upside of Michael Thomas here. I will take it. Give me Michael Thomas. Give me that Jameis connection with him. Uh, Hunter Renfro going against the Chargers. This Chargers defense is going to be good. I think this first week in LA, I think this is going to be the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams show for the Raiders. Um, Michael Thomas going against Atlanta. Yeah. The only thing I'm really scared of is if, Michael Thomas is going to be the same Michael Thomas that he was. And if he is, then he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver on the week. And if he's not, then, you know, he, he might not be that much worse than Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro could also be pretty bad sometimes, but uh, 
for a flex spot, I, I don't think either of these guys are really terrible for week one. I like both of them. But I, I, I want the upside in Michael Thomas. I really do. All right, next. Tony Pollard or Ramondre Stevenson. Tony Pollard playing against Tampa Bay. Tough run defense there. Ramondre Stevenson at Miami. Patriots uh, struggle at Miami quite often. Keone, who you got here? You, you're the Pollard guy. You're going with Pollard. Uh, perhaps. Um, <laughs> but like you said, both guys have kind of tough matchups against the teams they're facing. Um, but both are expected to be used more in the um, the passing game this year. Um, news, you know, says uh, Stevenson is supposed to get uh, more third down work. And I think, uh, is it Ty Montgomery? Um, Ty something is 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 injured still so he's going to be um used more um but so is tony pollard and i think tony pollard has a bigger ceiling than stevenson um and stevenson is still a patriot running back so you never know week to week what's gonna happen with them um last year Tony Pollard. Yes, I'm going with Tony Pollard, by the way. Um, (laughs) Last year, uh, Tony Pollard finished fourth in yards per attempt after contact and first in yards per route among all running backs. So he is a guy who uses his time on the field effectively. And I think he can take advantage of the opportunities that he's going to get on the field, even though at this point in the season, it might not be as much as um, Ezekiel Elliott. But I think he's going to show that he's going to be the guy who needs to be used on the field. And they have a little bit of they have a lack of receiving depth, you know, because of all the offseason moves. So he can pick up some passes um, even more so than he did last year. So that's uh, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard. I'm going with Tony Pollard, I think, also. Hmm. It's really tough. And I like I said on the last one, I think. Both of the Michael Thomas and Hunter Renfro are good uh, flex starts. I don't think Tony Pollard or Ramondre Stevenson are great flex starts this week. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, I really want to see it from. I don't know what Bill Belichick is going to do, how they're going to use him and Damian Harris to split up the workload. Who knows? Uh, Tony Pollard, I think he just has a little bit more receiving upside. Um, and I think Tampa Bay against the run is, is going to stop Zeke. And and so they're going to have to throw it. They don't have a lot of receiving options there in Dallas that are great. Tony Pollard might like reports have said that he's been running out of the slot quite often. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're going to see that in week one, him running out of the slot and getting just easy little dump off passes. But that's half a point every single time he does that. So I, I, I lean Pollard here. Lean. I'm going to have to say Stevenson. So I think Stevenson has a better matchup. I'm not sure how good the Miami defense really is going to be. Their, their strengths really in the, in the safeties and corners. In the secondary. And I think Tully Powers against, you know, Levante David and Devin White. And those are fast linebackers who are able to cover running backs. I think the Cowboys have a way tougher matchup in general with Tampa Bay's defense. Stevenson, the passing game work. I thought he was explosive last year. I really kind of changed my mind over the last month and a half thinking that Stevenson's probably going to be the one a to Damon Harris's one B. 
and um or two B or sorry one to one to two whatever you want to say you know? <laughs> but uh one A to two B <laughs> yeah you know Stevenson's He's gonna be just clear cut up there yeah yeah I know yeah that's fair but uh I think Stevenson's gonna be the guy I. I think, I think high... by the end of the season, I agree. He's going to be the guy. I'm just worried that Damian Harris going into his last season, they kind of want to run him into the ground before he walks. And so it's, uh, it, it's just scaring me off. I just want to see it first. But I agree with all the points you're making. You're making you're swaying me here. <laughs> all right. Last start sit question. Damian Pierce or Miles Sanders? Damien Pierce, rookie running back for Houston. They're playing against Indianapolis this week. And then you got Miles Sanders at Detroit. Rough one. Damien, Damien Pierce is getting all the love on Twitter right now. I, you know, it's going to pain me to say this, but I'm going to take Miles Sanders over Damien Pierce. <laughs> I, I've been saying that I don't think Miles Sanders would be great. But I don't. I think the Eagles are going to low-key run all over the defense, uh, Detroit Lions. I think they're just going to blow them out low-key. So just like they did last year, Damian Pierce versus the Colts defense. Man, that's a that's a strong unit, and this could be quite hard for Damian Pierce to stay in the game. Yes, I as as much as I don't like picking like picking miles sanders i'm gonna have to go with that as well um I, just because they have a really good o-line and like ryan said they face detroit who did get help on the defensive line you know they had one of the first few picks in the draft um but pierce is a rookie running back and so it might take him some time to adjust to the pace of the nfl and they face they face the Indianapolis Colts, who, if you didn't know, their defense is pretty good against the run. So I think it's a little too early to like lock Damian Pierce in. And while throughout the season, I have there's I'll say I'll have a lot more stock in Pierce than I do Sanders for this game one um, matchup. I'm going to go with Sanders uh, over Pierce. But that will change down the line. JJ? Hmm. JJ I, I, it's a frozen. I thought I, that was weird. Totally. That's, a weird <laughs> that's a weird eye angle for JJ. I, uh, I had a feeling. Well, I'm going to have to say that JJ is going to pick Miles Sanders as well. <laughs> <laughs> and what, why, why, why would, why, what is his reasoning? Huh? What is his reasoning? Well, he's going to go with offensive lines and that. Damian Pierce has a lot of hype around him and Miles Sanders doesn't. But again, the matchups, if the Colts win this game, Pierce is probably going to be a guy who gets 12 touches and the Eagles win this game. I think Miles Sanders could get 15 touches. And so just the volume will be there for Miles Sanders and all that good stuff. So fly Eagles fly. Yes, that's. I, I mean, for I was a little bit surprised at first that you were like, I I don't I hate to go this way, and then you went with Miles Sanders. And I'm like, oh okay, because I thought you were going to prepare that to go with Damian Pierce, but at least you're you're relatively you're balanced on your your uh, expectations for your Eagles players. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I just think Miles Sanders has a high chance of getting hurt again. 
but he's practicing. So he started practicing last week. If he would practice this week, I would have picked hair. Uh, like just start practicing like today or yesterday. I was going to pick Pierce, but he practiced last week too. Um, well, I think, should we move on to the next segment? Actually, let's, let's get, uh, let's move on to the next segment with the help of producer Ian. Let's, let's okay. do that. All right. Give me a second. All right. Now I'm here. Hi guys. Okay. Hi, producer Ian. I was always here. Yes, um, he's always here in spirit. All right. the The next segment, um, the next segment JJ had listed, um, was who's a player you don't want to start, but you know you have to, and then like who's a player that will be in your starting lineup, but you won't watch the game. You'll just check the score at the end of the week or anything like that. So who do you? Who are you? Two different questions. No, I. It's the same. I think it's the same. It's question, the same vibe. But like just yeah. explanation. I think the second question is the explanation for like the audience potentially yeah. or us. If we, Keone if we, specifically. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll go first. I'm going to go with a guy who's I, I took people from my team because I, I wanted to like make it personal. So I'm like, OK, um, but for for most of my team, I like the guys that I'm starting so far. Again, I'll have to go through them. That's, not, that's why I think it's actually how I feel about all my teams. Now, there is someone I'm scared to play. And that's mm. and that's a little bit different than the question. Well, I, I like all the guys I'm playing. This um, one, you, should, you shouldn't be feeling this bad about your team, guys. If you are, go to the last minute advice and check the waiver wire and trades. That's <laughs> There you go. Um, but for the purposes of this, um, I think there's a better guy on my team that I could be starting, but we've kind of talked about him already where it's, it's Chris Godwin. And I don't know if I want to start him week one. So I kind of have to go into my bench and I'm not upset. I'm not terribly upset at this, but it's just kind of like given the situation, it's what I have to do. And it's chase Edmonds. Um, he's, he is a good guy to draft, especially like where you probably drafted him later. Um, and he's in my flex spot. So I have guys ahead of him, but I am just hoping for the best in this first week. While, like I said, other players on my bench, either I give them time to prove themselves or they take another week to get healthy. Chris Godwin. Um, and granted Edmonds could prove himself as well. He's, you know, he's in a new offense and he's the lead guy in that in that backfield. Um, but this is going to be this is going to be a big week for the Miami Dolphins who are coming into this season with a lot like a lot of hype. And so while it's not make or break quite yet, you know, it's too early to, to say that how they perform, I think, will be a big indicator moving forward like collectively as a team i think it will be a big indicator moving forward for how they go throughout the season and granted one single performance is probably you know if tyreek hill or uh, jalen waddle you know however they do might not necessarily guarantee that's how they're going to perform throughout the whole season um but as a whole for that team i think it will be a big deal um i also don't care as much about this miami new england game um, compared to some of the others this weekend. So yeah, he's my, I'm just not going to worry about him this week. I'm just going to put him there and hope he does. Hope he does well. Uh, for me, it's going to be um, JK Dobbins, a guy who's really scared in general to play. Uh, 
We don't know if he's healthy. He was limited, uh, limited in practice. Lamar Jackson said he hopes the running back will be um, there in a couple of weeks. But J.K. Thomas has been saying he wants to play week one. And they're playing the Jets. And I don't really want to watch that game in general. But J.K. Dobbins. If you have J.K. Dobbins and you have to start him, pick up Mike Davis. That's what I'm going to tell you. I'm picking him up. I think Mike Davis might yeah, be the guy. Yeah, Mike Davis. <laughs> Bring him back. Ian's favorite. Another uh, guy. Uh, who I'm scared to, scared to play, Trey Lance. Listen. Oh, wow. This has nothing to do with Trey Lance's talent, but it's in Chicago. First game of the year. I don't, it's going to go like this. It's either going to have four touchdowns, like four total touchdowns, like three, one rushing, three passing or something. Or he's going to have two picks in the first quarter and all the pressure in the world is going to be on him. Both and that's Eddie a Jackson. scary feeling. Now I've started him in a few leagues um, and my, I might watch the game. I don't know. It's, again, it's against Chicago. So I guess Fields versus Lance. So maybe I'll have some intrigue, but it's, it is like, there's two ways seasons go and you just want to be positive. You know what I mean? Like, even if he throws one pick, that's like, hopefully it's like in the third quarter because Jimmy always was good for one pick. But yeah, you just hope that if Trey Lance is going to be the guy that you drafted in fantasy, you just hope that this is the game he sets it off, right? Okay. I think I have a really good answer for this because there was somebody who I was, uh, I was actually so afraid to start that I traded, so now I don't have to. I didn't trade him, but I traded other players to where now I don't have to start him. It's Clyde edwards Alaire. Um I just feel like everything in his situation says that he should be really a top RB2 uh, in the league, and he just hasn't been so far. So um, this year is my most hopeful year on him because, I mean, they did lose Tyreek, which I think is a loss, so... They have, in general, just kind of more... Um, they they don't have such a clear-cut, defined wide receiver one anymore. It's more of wide receiver by committee, which I know has always been like... Uh, wide receiver by committee is always a thing, but like it's definitely more spread around. I mean, Travis Kelsey's still there, but I'm hoping Clyde can start getting work. Um, but I do kind of want to wait and see. He's one of those players where I'm perfectly okay waiting and seeing if he's if maybe he's going to start doing it or if it's just going to be another disappointing year and stuff like that. So yeah, that's mine. Here's, here's a fantasy daydreamer tip for you. Exclusive to the podcast. Um, if you didn't get him in your draft or if anybody didn't pick him up in your draft, look for um, Pacheco on the waiver wire. Cause he's a great insurance policy for Clyde Edwards, Alaire in Kansas city. So yeah, Pacheco, Pacheco, not not like Pachinko machine, but oh, Pacheco, good, good. Plinko, like uh, the the Price is Right game. Good, yeah. Um, also, just because Ryan talked about um, J.K. Dobbins, here's a fun fact about uh, the Baltimore. Another Daydreamer podcast exclusive. <laughs> um, I believe since 2018, the Baltimore Ravens have been the in the top three of time of possession. So yeah, that makes sense. They they control the game, and that's that, that's through the ground. 
So whether and I agree with what Ryan said about J.K. Dobbins, he was a guy that I um, I have on a team and he definitely crossed my mind. Um, but just know that they control the time of possession in their games. And that comes that goes to the ground game. So just be aware of that. Fun fact. Um, I think all good players are all players that, you know, fit this like don't want to worry about them, but you have to have to play them. And I think that should be that should be it. Yeah. Keanu, you should do the plugs. I will. So thank you everybody for joining us on the last, I guess this is the last off season slash first 2022 regular season podcast. Um, Stay tuned. uh, Podcasts coming out twice a week from, from now on. Um, Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings. And so stay tuned for those. And uh, we'll have check out all of our content, including podcasts, social media, blogs, which will be starting up again on fantasydaydreamers.com. You can check out our Instagram, Twitter, and our TikTok at FFDaydreamers. All our good stuff is going to be up there. And you can reach us for questions at the, each of those platforms. Um, please, if you have some extra money, you know, you get a bonus or whatnot, or you want to see some other exclusive content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash daydreamer media. It would really help us out. And then watch the Twitch. We live stream um, before, after, and we do the podcast on the live stream. So that's twitch.tv slash daydreamer media. So uh, we look forward to this 2022 season. Um, We look forward to you sticking on with us and you getting those wins and uh, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.